Hi, this is Adam Bergman, IRA Financial Group. Today I want to discuss how to use a solo 401k to buy bitcoins or cryptocurrency. Um, bitcoins, even though it's been around since 2009, have become extremely popular uh, in 2017. Uh, one of the more popular uh, asset classes uh, from retirement account investors that we've experienced over the last several months uh, after real estate, it's really becoming the hot investment area. Uh, again, I can't tell you whether it's that's good or bad. Um, I'm not an investment advisor. Um, I, I understand the taxation of Bitcoins, but I am not a uh, Bitcoin maven or cryptocurrency maven or Ethereum maven. So if you are looking for uh, more information on the actual asset and its, its uh, potential uh, in terms of uh, money making, it's probably not the right podcast for you. If you're learning, if you want to learn about how to buy it with a retirement account and some of its uh, the taxation questions from a retirement account standpoint, then I think you, you'll find this uh, podcast very helpful. Um, but I want to make it clear: I'm not telling people to do this or buy uh, bitcoins or not or, or different types of cryptos. Um, that's something that you have to decide for yourself after researching it and speaking to to uh, people you trust on whether it's a viable asset class for your retirement accounts. But one thing we do know, it is it is legal. It's 100% legal to buy cryptocurrency such as bitcoins with a self-directed IRA or 401k um, because we know that the IRS only tells us what you can't invest in, not what you can. And we now we know that uh, there's only two sections in the code that really say what you can't do with a retirement account. And they're found in Internal Revenue Code Section 408 and 4975. Section 408 states you can't buy life insurance with an IRA. You can with a 401k. And in both cases, you can't buy collectibles. And collectibles are defined as uh, antiques or uh, artwork. There's a special carve-out for precious metals like gold, silver, uh, palladium bullion, or American Eagle statemented coins. Um, but we know, and we'll get to it in a minute, we know uh, virtual currencies, cryptos, bitcoins are not collectibles because we know the IRS is treating them as property, as per notice no, no 2014-21. So we, we have clear guidance that it's treated as a property like stock. So I don't think there's any question as to whether it's prohibited or not. Section 4975 is, is a very broad uh, area of prohibited transaction really focuses on self-dealing or conflict of interest where the IRA holder or any of his or her lineal descendants, also known as disqualified persons, parents, children, spouse, daughter-in-law, son-in-law, any entities affiliated with such persons are personally, uh, directly or indirectly benefiting from the IRA investment. That uh, is considered a prohibited transaction. For example, buying a house and living it or taking your IRA money and uh, paying for your children's uh, you know, apartment or taking your, your wife on vacation, your spouse on vacation, or uh, taking your family to Disney with your IRA. You can't do that. That's personal benefit. It's not benefiting your IRA. It's benefiting you. Prohibited. Cryptos do not fall under that category um, because we know it's not a collectible. It's not self-dealing. It's not life insurance, so it's doable. The next question is how do you do it? So before we get to how do you do it, let's talk briefly about Notice 2014-21. It's really the first IRS guidance and only really material IRS guidance on the taxation of cryptos. And it basically stated in, in summation that, hey, even though you may treat this as virtual currency, I mean currency is in its name, and you probably use it as currency to, to buy and sell uh, items, um, but we're not treating it as currency for a number of reasons. Um, Mainly, it's easier to tax as property. It's more uh, 
definitely more uh, suitable for taxation uh, if it's property, more uh, wealth generation for the uh, treasury. And uh, they're going to treat a short-term capital gains or long-term capital gain assets, capital asset, based off your holding period. So if you held the asset like stocks, the, the crypto is less than 12 months, you're going to pay short-term capital gains rate. Up, which mirrors individual income tax rates, which we know can go close to 40%. Or if you held it longer than 12 months, you're going to pay long-term capital gains tax rates, which are either 15 20% based off your tax bracket. Um, so we have an idea of how it's taxed. It's up to you to kind of figure that out and decide how you're going to report it. But the same way you report wages on your W-2, you'd report if you got bitcoins as wages or if you uh, use Virtual currency to pay contractors, you'd issue a 1099, just like you would with currency. Uh, it's a capital asset, like like stocks or any other capital asset, like real estate. So you treat it accordingly, and of course, any you know payment you use uh, made with virtual currency, same information reporting. So it's, the IRS is treating it like currency. You can use it to pay people and do things, but they're going to tax it like a capital asset, like property. So th I think that's how they're able to get to the. Best of both worlds, they, they don't want it treated as currency because it's going to run uh, in competition with the U.S. dollar, which is not in their interest or probably the interest maybe they believe in the global economy. But they want to tax it like property, but you can still use it as currency. So it's, it's kind of uh, in flux, but that's how they're going to tax it thanks to notice 2014-21. Uh, we'll see how it goes from a reporting standpoint. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a new asset class. It's really emerging uh, only the last several years is becoming more mainstream, but it's not um, mainstream yet. Uh, I always give this example. I, uh, I write for Forbes pretty occasionally, and I wrote a piece on Bitcoins and uh, retirement accounts, and they wouldn't publish it. Uh, the editor claimed that it still was not something they felt was uh, you know, a viable investment category, and they didn't want to get involved with it. Uh, I'm assuming that's going to change uh, pretty quick because of the momentum of the asset and how it's becoming more trusted and more mainstream for all uh, sorts of, of different investors across the spectrum. So we'll see what happens, but that's kind of their position. Okay, so we know how they tax it. We know you can do it with a retirement account. How do you do it with a solo 401k? So solo 401k is a great retirement vehicle. Uh, in order to be eligible, you got to be self-employed. So you got to have a business. You can't be retired or you know, work full time for a company. You got to have your own business, whether it's a sole proprietor, LLC, S corp, C corp, partnership. The key is it has to be in business. So you can't just be uh, holding a piece of land or buying and selling stocks if you're not treating that as a business or just holding a rental property. It's got to be a Schedule C business or something you take a W two on. Somewhere there's performance of services. We're paying Social uh, Security and FICA taxes on your compensation. And you can't have any full-time employees, which means over working over 1,000 hours other than the owners. So the owner or his or her spouse or other partners. So if you satisfy those two categories, you can get into a solo K. Solo K is a great retirement vehicle. It lets you put away 54000 or 60000 if you're over 50. And pre-tax or Roth, you can do a loan of up to 50000 uh, It's easy to administer. It lets you put away more than a regular IRA. Um, and it's a great retirement vehicle. It also could be a great investment vehicle because the 401k is, by essence, a trust. Um, so you can use that vehicle to make investments. You don't need an LLC like you would with a self-directed IRA. Uh, you can do it through the trust. So when you're using solo 401k to buy bitcoins, you actually don't even need an LLC if you didn't want one. Some people like the LLC for just another layer of protection, but you don't need it. 
I've had clients just open up a 401k check account through a Coinbase or other dealer or exchange, uh, and they'll basically set up the plan. They'll go to a, a Wells Fargo, a Fidelity, a Schwab, open the account, and then they'll get a checkbook as the trustee of the plan. The trustee has all the control. They'll then open an account at a Coinbase or a different exchange, uh, and then they'll wire the money from the plan to the exchange, and they'll buy the Bitcoins and hold them, whether in a wallet or, or a virtual wallet or, or some other manner, in the name of the plan. Since the 401k is tax-exempt under Section 401, it doesn't pay taxes, all the income and gains from the investment will go back to the 401k without tax, irrespective of its short-term or long-term. 401ks don't pay tax on income. So the, the categorization, whether it's a capital asset or ordinary income, it's not material because it doesn't pay depreciation. It doesn't take depreciation. It doesn't pay earned income. It doesn't pay Social Security, FICA, it doesn't pay capital gains tax. It does not pay tax. You can defer the gain. Uh, if it's a pre-tax retirement account, pre-tax solo K, until you're 70 and a half, 70 and a half, you've got to take requirement of distributions. Uh, if you want to take distributions earlier, before 59 and a half, tax plus 10% penalty. Over 59 and a half, just tax. If you're lucky enough to get into a Roth and you hold the Roth more than five years, it's been open more than five years, and you have a uh, over 59 and a half, you can pull the money from the crypto or other asset class investments tax-free. So you can do the investment. Uh, again, you got to you know, really know what you're doing. you got to take your own risk. Um, there's, there's obviously issues involved, volatility. There's, there's still some trust issues. But if you feel comfortable, you can buy it. You don't have to pay tax on the gains. You can defer it or it's tax-free in the case of a Roth. You can do it from the solo 401k account as the trustee. You're in control of the plan. You can write the check. you got checkbook control. You can also use an LLC that the 401k owns. The 401k will own the LLC. You can open the Bitcoin account in the name of the LLC, which some people like to do. Since an LLC is owned by one person, it's treated as a disregard entity for tax purposes. So there's no federal income tax return. And since the 401k is exempt from tax under 401, there's no uh, return the 401k will do. So it's, it's very clean and easy, and it's treated as a tax nothing from a tax standpoint, so it's treated as the 401k owns the LLC assets, the bitcoins. But from a corporate standpoint, you still have that limited liability protection and the corporate formality or the LLC formality. So some people like it, but it's not required. You can open the account in the name of the solo plan, which is a trust, and use the trustee of the checkbook control to take control of the bitcoin investment. Uh, again, you can do this. It's growing in popularity. I'm not saying do it. I'm not saying not do it. I'm just saying as a, an attorney and someone who's seen a, a trend, I wanted to let everyone uh, of you know that you can do this. It's legal. It's not a prohibited transaction. It's not a collectible. We know it's treated as a property from a tax standpoint, even though you may consider it currency. IRS does not consider it currency. You consider it property. Capital gain short term. If you do it personally under 12 months, hold it long term over 12 months. If you hold it personally in a 401k or IRA, no tax. You only defer it. Uh, if it's pre-tax 401k or IRA or tax-free growth, if it's Roth and you satisfy the qualified distribution rules. I uh, hope this helped. I know it's a lot of info and everyone's kind of just trying to absorb all, all this Bitcoin uh, uh, information. It's, it's all over the news. Um, so it, it's exciting. Uh, I think we'll see what happens. Uh, but if for anyone looking to learn more about it, we're here to help. Uh, we can't tell you whether to do it or not. We're not investment advisors, and we do not give investment advice. But if you are interested in it and you want to learn more about how it can be done with a retirement account, call us, 800-472-0646, 800-472-0646, or email us at info 
at irafinancialgroup.com. Info at irafinancialgroup.com. You can email me at Adam B as in boy, A-D-A-M-B as in boy, at irafinancialgroup.com. Adam B at irafinancialgroup.com. Uh, thanks again for listening, and until next time.